Welcome to Prone to Wonder, a podcast where no questions are off limits. Join us, Amber Humphreys and Becca Robinson, best friends, women, and ex-ministry junkies, as we navigate conversations around deconstruction, reconstruction, growth, and wondering aloud about all the things we weren't supposed to wonder about. These conversations aren't about having all the right answers, but about giving yourself permission to ask questions and forge your own path. We're so glad you've joined us. Back on that sex modesty bullshit. I was, it's funny because I was in the gym. Okay, so in Vegas, I had the audacity. Yeah, I think we should talk about this because I want to hear about the audacity. Okay, that was like my new, I, I'm, I'm not going to get a tattoo, but, <laughs> but I sort of want to <laughs> because I don't know what happened in mm-hmm. Vegas, but explain, I, explain how it felt. Like what was the experience okay. of the audacity? I, <laughs> well, it's so funny because I saw somebody repost, um, they posted, they were on, uh, a trip, a getaway with their husband and they wore this like cute little bralette with a blazer and some jeans and. They were like, as Amber Humphreys would say, I had the audacity. And I was like, this is a thing. Yeah. No, as soon as you said it, I read it and I laughed because I was like, that's the exact word for that feeling. That feeling of like, you can't tell me nothing right now. Nothing. (laughs) And it's so funny because people, you think it's not even like an arrogance. It's like a lack of caring it's just like a confidence it's it's so different lack of worry it's like it's all that's it a lack of concern and i i've always said like you know anybody who is successful or shows up in places like really one of the only differences between you and them is they had the audacity to do it like i feel like that's all of modern art right (laughs) because everything with modern art is you could have done it but you didn't you you know what i mean like (laughs) I remember thinking when I was in the MoMA for the first time, I was like walking around and I was like, this is, I could have done this. <laughs> like, I was like, but you didn't, but you didn't. And obviously like the creativity, the idea that whatever, all the artistry, but it's, it's that like people just have the audacity to show up. It's, there is this whole realm of TikTok lives where people who aren't even that attractive will rate your profile picture and so people are just sending like they'll just be on there for hours and people are sending gifts which are monetary by the way like people have to buy these gifts and then it translates into money for you and people are just like throwing gifts and stuff at them to get noticed so that they'll rate their profile picture and i have i have tuned into several of these as just in sheer fascination mm-hmm. because these people are making like money just because they had the audacity, yeah. you know? And it's always, it's astounding to me. Just the audacity is outstanding. There's a lot of road noise today. Can you hear That's it? Only barely. It was fine. Okay. All right. Um, so when I was in Vegas, the spirit of Vegas came upon me. And <laughs> I all of a sudden just had the audacity. It started with, so the first night we were there, we renewed our vows. And I don't think I have ever felt more beautiful than Mm. I felt that night. Like I was like this, 
I was like, this is peak for me. I have never felt more beautiful. I like, I was so happy, like just so thrilled. So good. And I feel like maybe it just kind of snowballed from there. So the next mm-hmm. day, I literally just wore whatever I want. I did not consider what other people would think about it or mm-hmm. if it was like showing too much this or like if, you know, this role looked weird or um, like there's a couple of outfits I can, there was one, it was this little um, chain metal, chain mail uh, top. And then one thing I did not know about the top when I bought it online is that it just, it came, there was some side boob and there was no sides or back to it. So it was literally just a tank that just like hung on the front okay. and it had a little chain that went around back, which was fine. I wore I was like, I'll throw on a little blazer. It'll be a moment. Just did not consider how much my boob would pop out of this tank top, <laughs> even with the blazer. So, and I really didn't care, which for me is astounding, mm-hmm. but, um, I just didn't care. And then a night it, it really clicked in even into another gear was I wore this black, like Jersey dress that had two slits up the sides to my hip with like a chain a belt thing and when I tried that dress on at home I was looking at my hips like in particular because the dress would do like this like you know like when you have like underwear or a swimsuit that's too tight and you get the mm-hmm. um, and so it would do that kind of on the sides and I was so concerned but literally I just walked around not giving a I was like I am a goddess look at my god something about like I have been so unconcerned about my curves I think since I got back I have decided that my curves are like Aphrodite goddess shit and I was sitting even I was sitting on the bed this was back at home and like my hips people can't see this because we're not on video but I'm just going to show you so you understand. But okay. so this. Amber is now showing me like hip. her hips and her butt. <laughs> her side yeah. butt. Side butt. And so like this like poofy part right here, which yeah. before I would. And so but like one side has like the moon tattoo or whatever. And it sits right. there. And I have decided that this fat right here is the sexiest part of my body. Okay. So. I Out of actually- nowhere. No. I've decided that's the sexiest part of my body. It is. And I didn't know that that was a thing, but it is a thing. And it's called thigh brows. What? It's called thigh brows. No, I'm Googling this shit right now. <laughs> I mean, be careful. But yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't just, everybody listen, don't just like willy nilly Google terms I say. Like, are your children around? Like, are you well, I can look up. I can look okay, up. So thigh brows are... And nobody can see me either. But okay, if you're sitting crisscross applesauce and like uh, the little bit of like <gasps> your butt and your hip, it is a thing. I, yeah, you think I'm gonna lie to you about this? It's no. the line. It's the line that's made by like where your hip folds against your thigh, and it's like a whole niche porn category. That Listen. Okay, well, I didn't look that up, but you can look up thigh brow meaning and all sorts of like really safe articles come up. So like Yahoo, <laughs> like you're good. Sure, sure, um, sure. I'm and, saying but people... Ashley Graham is like kind of 
Known uh, for it. Pioneering. Yeah, like pioneering. It's like Ashley Graham pioneers the the, makes the, the thigh brows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had somebody tell me one time that they especially loved that on me and that they wanted to see more of that. And I was like, what? You want to see a picture where I'm like sitting and folded all over? They're like, oh my gosh, yes. It's like the sexiest part of a woman's body. And I was flabbergasted. And like that, like mental shift to me was huge. So like now I don't even, I like, I, I'll sit in bathing suits like this all day long. I spent 35 years of my life not sitting in bathing suits that way. And now it's just like, oh, like, yeah, that's super sexy. Like why, why wouldn't I do that? And so now I totally have the audacity when it comes to sitting in ways that I would have been trained growing up were like unflattering, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just so, don't even care. I'm like, eyebrows, watch. everybody. Eyebrows. I'm like, watch me jiggle, watch me fold. Look at the, I'm a goddess. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. here's some handles. Like I, <laughs> I, it's been a whole thing. And yeah. then the other day I felt a little pullback cause I'm back home. Mm-hmm. And so part of that is when you're in a space where nobody knows you and you don't feel like you have to face um, extended judgment. Yeah. <laughs> well, because people would walk around and I definitely got some looks from like middle-aged women. Am I middle-aged? No. They're, old, they're not, older than me. I'm not talking about it, about the middle-aged thing. I get very heated about whether or not late 30s is middle-aged. And I, I feel just, like it's not. I feel like it's not. but I Because you're not so, middle. That's uh, like the first third. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like I'm still in, I'm still in the spring summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. in the summer fall. Anyway, right. Yes. I get, yes. I get yes. Okay. About this. Okay. All right. So no, I'm not. Messing. Nobody call but me like, middle age. <laughs> more like more conservative middle age. Like, you know, I got some looks and instead of me in my head mm-hmm. immediately thinking they were judging me or like thinking something bad. Right. I immediately took it like as a compliment. Like they were like, yes, girl, you know, like, which is what I would do to somebody if they walked by me, like I had walked through Vegas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is just, that is why I was like, I don't know what switch flipped, but then I was at the gym the other day when I'm I'm back home. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had walked in and I was feeling, you know, I've been trying to like get back into life, like, and come back to life and like, convince myself to leave the house because I just want to hobbit around, you know, like a goblin. And I was like, I have to go to the, like, I have to get out of the house. So I had some like high-waisted, um, like flared leggings, you know, like the old yoga pants and like a sports bra and this really cute, um, sweatshirt crop twisty thing I got from it's like a t-shirt but it's like tear like a sweatshirt material and it like twists in the front and hangs off the shoulder it's just like very 80 very flash dance moment mm-hmm. and i was kind of living for it and then i was trying to i was around the house and i was like i need to feel alive so i put on just like the tiniest bit of makeup you know like that little like makeup boost you give yourself where you're like i'm a human mm-hmm. um so i did that and so i looked cute like i looked good and i got to my gym and I was in the parking lot and uh, it immediately, like there was an immediate reaction from a human. 
And not in a bad way. Like, it was, you know, not bad attention. But, like, this man almost, like, wrecked his car and because he was staring so hard. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be stared. Like, I forgot... I ha- like I'm supposed to look like a gremlin at this gym, so I don't c- pull any attention to myself. And I mean, not like there are other girls who wear way less. Like I was fully covered. Like I wasn't even like showing much skin, but like I knew I looked good. And I was like, am I supposed to be like hot at the gym? Am I allowed to be hot at the gym? And mm. it's a, such a dumb thought. But I was looking at you know there are plenty of other girls who are in like cute matching sets with like the little scrunch butt, and I'm I never think anything about. It. I'm like go off, um, and I just usually look like I'm clinging for my life with my headphones in, just like <laughs> trying to force myself to move my body, being like leave me alone, and trying not to have like, you know go into respiratory distress. Um, and so I am working out and I'm looking good. And then I was like, kind of felt self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is so like, what a fucking dumb thought that I wouldn't think that I am allowed to be attractive in this space or feel attractive or whatever. You could say it's, you know, conceded for me to say that, but, but I looked good. Damn it. And, I was like, who, who can like, I am allowed to be who I am fully, including attractive or a hobbit, depending on the day. Mm-hmm. But however I show up in those spaces, I'm allowed to show up and whatever people do with that information, whether they find it offensive or, you know, think I'm hot or think I am conceited, whatever whatever conclusions they draw is not my problem. Like I'm showing up, I'm appropriately dressed for the season and the activity and the Mm -hmm. space that I'm in. You know, it's not like I showed up topless to the gym. I was like, I showed up in an appropriate way. I just like, why wouldn't I think I'm allowed to be attractive in this space because Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to draw attention to myself, you know? And I was like, I'm not trying to draw attention to myself. I'm trying to feel good in my body and show up how I want to show up. And I was like, I'm allowed to do that. And then I just like cut it off and moved on and I was totally fine. Um, So that's the audacity. Mm -hmm. I'm trying desperately to hold on to it from Vegas with like every little clutching grasp I have because it felt great. Five stars, 10 out of 10 would do again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The audacity feels amazing. I feel the audacity when I go to Manhattan. Mm. (laughs) Do you remember we went to Manhattan and I just wore lingerie as the shirt for dinner? So I was like, we're in Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I totally feel it in Manhattan. And I think part of it is just like a place where there's more uh, acceptance for different ways of dress. Like, I live in the South and in a very hot place. And so like, there's really not a lot of ways that people dress. Everybody just kind of dresses like they're in Florida. Right. (laughs) Uh, And so if you do wear stuff that's a little more creative, sometimes you do get some like sideways glances. Um, Bless you. But Vegas, Manhattan, uh, beach vacations, like resorts. I will a lot of the times feel the audacity and it's like, same, same, same. mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like, how do I keep this 
when I, I noticed that I struggle with the audacity here at home when I have to be in, in mom mode, like if mm. it anywhere that is like affiliated with my kids or that I'm like with my kids, I struggle to have the audacity, which the audacity doesn't mean looking slutty by any means. Like it just means that you feel confident and you're not worried about what other people are thinking about you. Yeah. Like I didn't um, look slutty at the gym. I just, right, right. yeah. I just wanted to clarify, like, it doesn't mean you have to be like not clothed enough. Um, but I definitely feel still a struggle of like those archetypes of like, can I be empowered and sensual and confident and also a mom all at the same time? Like that one's hard for me, mm. but I'll, I feel the audacity here at home. If I go out without my kids, like if I go out, especially in the evening time, like go out to dinner, go out with friends, like whatever. Like if I go out and I don't have my kids with me, I can harness the audacity and it does feel so good. <laughs> and I, it's like, I don't even care if I run into people I know. Like, I feel like that has faded for me a little bit. Um, but if I'm with my kids, then sometimes I do. Like, it's harder for me to cultivate it when, when I'm in mom mode. I don't know why. I think, well, I mean, because we're also focused on when we're in mom mode, it's, it's a different, like we're not as focused on ourselves. You know what I mean? It's like you're encompassing like a whole, like you're also caring for these other humans. Mm -hmm. But so I found I that I, I found that I do better when I have the audacity in every aspect. Like I handle myself better. I feel better. I set better boundaries like it bleeds over and as a mom that's really important to me because like I struggle with anxiety and social anxiety just as a human in general but like when I'm with my kids I feel like I have to kind of uh, mask so that they don't feel nervous or anything like that so I have to like put on this persona of someone who is unfazed you know by these things but like if stuff is happening and I have to be confrontational or I have to stand up for something, like it's really hard for me if I am not feeling the audacity. Like I, I can tend to be a bit of a pushover or a wallflower out and about in social studies. And I don't like that with my kids. Like I want them to feel like they can, that they can be confident that I'm just gonna handle things and take care of stuff and like stand up for us. So I want to work on cultivating the audacity, not only when I'm like a uh, child free, also like in, in every archetype, you know, like in the mother archetype, in the maiden archetype, <laughs> in the work archetype, um, work comes a little bit easier. I can cultivate it in work. It's just hard with mom for some reason, but it really does. Uh, like it bleeds over into all these positive things. Like if I'm feeling the audacity, I don't let people push me around. I don't let people say things to me they shouldn't say. I speak up for what I want. I ask for what I want. I demand the sort of treatment that I deserve. Like even just non-verbally, like it's that that aura, that confidence, like that kind of pulls you into your own power. And you really like part of it too, like it was so freeing to just like not think about my body or what it was doing in an outfit. 
mm-hmm. you know, like, is this hanging or is this doing that? Like, it just, I didn't worry about it. I just was. And when you're not so consumed with that, you're able to show up more fully. Basically, I think the audacity just means your brain starts working like a wealthy white man. <laughs> That's the audacity. You think That's you're more audacity. attractive than you really are. You think you're smarter than you really are. <laughs> you set, you like say what you want. You're not afraid to like show up in spaces or like set boundaries yeah. or like even attempt things that yeah. like, I mean, cause I swear to God, when I was in Vegas, you could have said like, all right, stand on the stage and do this. And I'd have been like, all right, which for <laughs> me, you know, cause I have, I have stage fright. I get like, I have performance anxiety, which is so funny considering that's what I do for a living. But <laughs> I like, I swear I could have done anything. You could have auditioned for I, Vegas for your literally show. Anything. I'd have been like, <laughs> Here we go. Like, this is my show now. Like I, it was so fantastic. Mm-hmm. So how do we, how do we cultivate the audacity? I do think it's harder in the South. Like you had mentioned that. And for those that don't know, I'm in Georgia. I am in the safe little bubble of Atlanta and not outside the perimeter Atlanta. If you know anything about Atlanta, I am like in, I'm ITP. She is so um, snobby about Atlanta. You don't understand. So snobby. You don't understand. <laughs> you're not from here you don't get it you don't you don't even go here um and so like I'm in the city and it's like a kind of a safe bubble but like in the south there is a lot more it's funny because it's not that I think the south are more opinionated I think everybody is you know opinionated period in the world but it's just like you know, I feel like nobody, like when I go to New York, I feel like you could just be a complete insane person in the street and nobody cares. Like nobody cares what you're doing. Like they're just like, they're unbothered. That's it. It's not that they don't have opinions. It's that they're unbothered by your choices and what you're doing. Um, Vegas is roughly the same, because mainly because everybody is gambling and drunk and high and, you know, nobody, nobody knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but... In the South, people are much more opinionated and concerned with what you're doing and your choices. And mm-hmm. and I think space. in the South, especially, there's a high priority on women being demure as mm-hmm. like a like a moral obligation and like a thing to aspire towards. Like that whole like Southern Belle kind of mentality that's lingering, right. which is like you know, you are always dressed beautifully and modestly and sitting properly and laughing at all the jokes, you know, all of that kind of, I think that lingers here. And Um, especially if you grew up in a religious space, mm -hmm. like that, just like double down. If you grew up in this, like in a Southern religious space, like, good Lord, how are we all here? (laughs) This is why we do this because we we did grow up in a Southern (laughs) religious space. Uh, and we're trying to help everybody else that did as well. Um, yeah, it's like I want to I wanna cultivate it. I've noticed um, that posture has a lot to do with me, with the audacity. Mm. Uh, I remember hearing this story from Marilyn Monroe. And she was talking about how Marilyn was like a character she could put on. And that 
it was so dramatic, her audacity, that she could literally just change her posture and people would go from not recognizing her to recognizing her. I've heard that, yeah. Uh-huh, and she was telling, I don't remember who it was. It was some man, I don't know if it was a reporter or a friend or something, she was telling them that she can walk through the street and no one will recognize her. And as soon as she shifts to her Maryland posture, all of a sudden everyone will recognize her. And that stuck with me. And I remember just thinking like, well, she's the same person dressed in the same clothes. So like, maybe it's not really about that. And I tested it out. I think I talked about this in a past episode on modesty or something, but I, I tested it out when I would go run errands and I would literally like, just be like mindlessly walking through the store, um, feeling invisible, you know, just general life. And I would just go, you know, what? I'm going to like, just try. And I would like, sh- try to like summon the audacity. I would just be like, how would Marilyn Monroe walk through this? Or how would someone with the audacity walk through this Lowe's (laughs) hardware store? Uh, And like, it is the craziest thing. Like Mm -hmm. nothing changed on me, but all of a sudden I would see, I would be getting people's attention, not in a negative way at all. It was just, I wasn't invisible anymore. Like I, I watched guys like run their carts like into walls or like uh, the customer service people would like stop what they're doing and like come and help me. Like just, it was like more, it was like all of a sudden I had a presence that was there and not. It's a gravitas, like all of a sudden. I did this so, <laughs> oh man, I sound like such a bitch. Um, I was in a, a restaurant we went to, um, I think it was one of the top five restaurants in the world, actually. It was amazing. It was- The one in yeah. Italy? No, that was the number one restaurant in the world. Um, <laughs> no, it was in Vegas. Oh, okay. And I had gotten this dress, um, and it was just like a ribbed, it was like a espresso cut, just like a dark brown, like ribbed, kind of like just slinky. Like it wasn't like necessarily- like, it didn't really show much or whatever, but just, like, it hugged, you know, kind of everything because it was ribbed. Um, I kind of had an Abercrombie. So, really, really saucy stuff here, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but normally, when I'm trying to, like, go to the bathroom, I will, like, scurry, like, with my head down, just, like, trying to get to the restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, like, I'm going to the bathroom. Um, but I was, like... <laughs> also, we had a... We did, a, we did a, like, a menu tasting, and we had, like, a wine pairing with it and so I might have been a little tipsy um so I got up from the table and I was like this is my moment you're all welcome <laughs> and I strutted to that bathroom like I like was like slinky like got it like just like to the bathroom and when I like came out the door on the way back, I was walking back and Jared's eyes were like glued. Like no like people were talking to him and he was just like, no. And I best. felt I felt like other, you know, like attention or whatever. Cause I just like slinked back like I owned the place. Yeah. And it was one of the top five feelings of my entire life. It is so the audacity is so good. It's, it's really so fun. Five stars. It's, and it's such a fun energy to play with because once you realize that it doesn't really require anything except just a shift in your countenance. Uh, yes. You realize like, oh my gosh, like 
I am holding the power in the palm of my hands. <laughs> uh, yep. So if you're listening, you should start playing with the audacity, you know, just. Yeah, it doesn't have play. to be just like play with it a little bit. It doesn't have to be, you know, like Becca was saying, it's not that you have to dress slutty. It's really, I think for me, it's not even making a conscious just, well, I did sort of invade. It was just this kind of embodiment, but it's in an some embodiment. Spaces, I almost, I almost think of it like channeling. It's almost like channeling. Yeah. It's like goddess energy. It's like, an, yeah. it's definitely an embodiment. But there are ways to start like how when you get that little pushback, like from the internal, like when I was at the gym mm -hmm. and you get that little like pushback in your head of like, should I be showing up like this? Should I feel like this? Or who am I to? Mm -hmm. And pushing that back mm -hmm. is a good way to kind of like very delicately step into that audacity because it's not like I dressed up for the gym and thought like, all right, I'm going to have the audacity. It was like I showed up how I wanted to, mm -hmm. feeling good about myself, and then I felt that, like, internal pushback, mm -hmm. and I pushed against it and, like, fought back on it and said, like, no, I am fully allowed to show up as my full self in this moment, and there's no reason not to. And I just shut that off and moved forward. And so, like, I think even little victories like that are a good practice mm -hmm. yeah definitely a good practice and actually like, this was the dress you can see it in my hold on this is it by the way oh that no i knew exactly what dress you were talking about from the photos <laughs> you sent me earlier yeah <laughs> i love that look on you yeah and the audacity is not a it doesn't even require makeup it doesn't require a fancy outfit it is it's that embodiment of it's also like I don't want it to sound like it's putting on a character. It's more like sinking into your power. It's mm -hmm. like, I think of it more like feeling like grounded than even like playing a character. Like it doesn't feel like I'm playing a character. It feels like this is the most me I could possibly be in this moment. And for the first, it's like taking off a skin instead of putting on a mask. Mm. It's like you're taking off the skin and you're like, like we are these huge, powerful energetic fireballs and like to live in this society we've had to like contain it into like this little seed capsule and yeah. we have to walk around with all of that like in a little seed capsule and like for a second you just let that shell off and like the glow kind of expands off of you and you feel like you can like breathe and stretch for a second and everybody around you feels the difference and that's to me that's the audacity it's like I'm letting go of shame. I'm letting go of judgment. I'm letting go of holding myself back to keep other people more comfortable. And I'm just letting myself be <laughs> like myself um, without, without fear or concern or worry or who is she to, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. Because I even think about that sometimes before I'll like post something, you know, we talked about mm -hmm. that, like the who is she to. And I'm like, who cares? Just like, if you want to post something, post it. If you want to post a dumb video, like who cares if it doesn't get like, just starting to show up fully as yourself without mm -hmm. the concern of mm -hmm. judgment or for, without apologizing for yeah. taking up space. Yeah. Um, 
I love, I feel like Lizzo is such a great example of this because she just mm-hmm. does whatever she wants. And not that it's not, she's talked about it in interviews, not that it's like not hard for her, you know, sometimes, or she feels the weight of what people say about her. But this, uh, did you see her VMAs look? Uh, no, not yet. Is it good? So she showed up in this giant like gown from, I think it was Jean-Paul Gaultier. It was just this like super couture, like crazy, like big moment, which little skinny people do all the time. And then on her, they were saying, oh, it's a, you know, some people were like, it looks like a trash bag or whatever. And somebody came out and was like, what you don't understand is that she was making a statement about taking up space. Yes. And how when you're told to shrink all the time, especially if you're in a bigger body and you're told to shrink, um, it takes so much to just take up as much space as anybody else, you know, and, mm-hmm. and Lizzo actually responded to it and was like, yes, like, this is what, you know, I was saying. And I just, I loved, I loved that. Like, mm-hmm. I love that she just has the audacity to take up space, which is something that's, it shouldn't be so, it shouldn't be Audacious. so hard. <laughs> it shouldn't, it shouldn't be such a crazy thing to take mm-hmm. up space. And uh-huh. I don't know why, I think between religion and programming as women and the society that we live in, it's just this constant, like, don't take up space, don't take up, like, you cannot have that. It's this, mm-hmm. and we're really fighting against so much programming when, yeah. like, God, if every woman just had the audacity to take up all the space that she wanted to like oh my god how rich and beautiful and creative life would be like just that i felt like such a like that like aphrodite you know what i mean like that like real like greek method like that's the energy i i felt like i felt like that i felt like i was like oozing sensuality and creativity and fertility. Like I was just like, I am woman. <laughs> like that's I'm how life. I felt. Yes. I am life itself. <laughs> like that's, that's how I felt. It's, how, it's exactly true. I feel the same way. Like I am at like, I feel like honey. I feel like, like that slow drippy. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I move. I feel like feline. I feel like I am like some sort of priestess sex goddess like i i don't even know how to explain it it's like I am when i told when i told you i source of universe like i just i feel it <laughs> i told home. you when i like slinked back to the table that's the best word i did not walk back to yeah. the ta- i slinked back to yeah. the table <laughs> and you can ask jared like because he like you could see that he knew the difference, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Because he about had a heart attack and I was just coming from the bathroom and I was just like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's so and good. I'm desperately trying to hold on to it because it God, it felt so good. good. It, feels it felt so good. so good. It All really right. did. Your call to action. Have the, the audacity. Find a little bit of audacity this week and, let, and take a picture Post and it. let us see Ta- it. Tag us. <laughs> Please tag us. Have oh, the audacity, even if it's in the tiniest moment, like you spoke up in a meeting mm-hmm. or, you know, you posted something without worrying about how it was going to be taken or you wore something that you've been scared to wear before. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. do that. Nothing is too small. Tag us in it at Prone to Wonder Co. Yeah. Um, and we'll let us celebrate audacity. it with you. Everybody, go have the audacity this week. 
thanks for wondering with us. Godspeed. We're we're something. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for wondering with us. We'd love to connect with you. If you're enjoying the podcast, we would so appreciate if you'd take a quick minute to leave us a review wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Those reviews let us know what episodes are resonating with you and also help our podcast get in front of others who might be interested in these same topics. You can also find us on Instagram at prone to wonder co can't wait to hear from you. We'll see you next time.